You're listening to the Goodbye July podcast, episode number 10. And just like that, we have made it to the double digits. So let me kick things off with a little story about one of my first big financial flops. So let's take it back to 2008 when I was graduating high school just in time for the worldwide financial crisis. I wrote several scholarship essays to receive financial aid that would have been valuable in any economic climate, but was extra precious given the state of the global market. So I went off to college with my brand new scholarship money and proceeded to blow through all of it. And I don't mean I responsibly spent my money on books and dorm and what have you. Oh no, I blew my money on eating out, paying for others to eat out, and lots and lots of partying. Now, my mom's an accountant, and when she found out, she held an intervention of sorts where there were lots of tears and snot and hurt pride all on my part, but I left that little meeting with a shiny new budget and a newfound understanding of what living within your means meant. And since then, I've iterated on that budget year after year to create a true financial dashboard that I still consult regularly to this day to make some of my biggest financial decisions. So... With that said, in honor of episode number 10, today we're talking about 10 reasons to fall in love with my favorite financial tool of all, your budget. We'll cover the budget template I swear by, 10 reasons to love it, and why I'm convinced a manual old school budget leads to more financial success than any budget app on your phone ever could. Hey! My name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine-to-five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July Podcast. This episode of the Goodbye July podcast is sponsored by PureGrade Supplements. PureGrade is the all-natural supplement line that I use to get clear-minded, stay energized, feel great, and make every day as effective and efficient as possible. PureGrade is offering 10% off exclusively for Goodbye July listeners. Just go to puregradesupplements.com and use the code GOODBYEJULY at checkout to get started and get your mind and body back today. All right, let's jump into the 10 reasons to fall in love with your budget. Number one, what are three areas of your life you always wish you could save in? I wager they're time, money, and stress. And your budget, it saves you all three. Look, a lot of people hear the word budget and groan, but I invite you to reframe the word budget in your mind. Start thinking about it as your financial dashboard and everything will start to shift. Like, come on, having a budget feels yuck. But having a financial dashboard 
Now, that feels kind of swanky. So with your budget, aka financial dashboard, now all of a sudden everything is in one single place, which simplifies your life. No more digging around to see how much you spent on this or that. There's no more logging into your bill portals to see if your monthly bills increased. Nope. You've got all of this information right at your fingertips in one single view. So this alone saves you time and stress. As for saving money, it's now so easy to see a full list of all your regular expenses and your not so regular ones. For your regular recurring monthly expenses, seeing everything in one spot helps you quickly decide which of them you no longer need or use. Remember signing up for that stay-at-home date night box subscription during COVID? Same. But luckily, having this listed in my budget made it super simple for me to realize when we no longer needed it so we could cancel it and save that money every month. For your not-so-regular expenses, getting into the habit of inputting these each week will automatically start training your brain to spend less. We'll talk about building habits around your budget at the end of the episode, so stick around for more on that. Moving on to reason number two. Do you ever think about your finances and just feel this tightness in your chest, even if you're making a good salary? Well, there's this thing called free-floating money anxiety, and it's probably what you're experiencing. Free-floating money anxiety is typically a symptom of simply not knowing where all your money is and or goes. I personally have been there, and I've tried every money app available, but invariably found them to be complicated, to complicate things even more, and not give me the extent of clarity that I was seeking. Plus, it always just felt like they were like unlinking with my bank accounts, ultimately causing me more stress and confusion because I never fully felt like I could count on them. So I built my own template. It's old school, straightforward, and reliable, and I made a shortcut on my phone's home screen that takes me directly to it so I could have that app-like experience when I want it. I've been using this template for 10 years, and anytime I feel stressed over money, I just open it up, take a quick look, and find peace in the clarity of knowing where every dollar's going. And I bet if you had a resource that you could go to in order to see where all your money is and goes, you'd feel that way too. Next up, reason number three to fall in love with your budget. If you're sitting there and thinking that you'd rather use an app because you don't like math, not to fear because my template does the math for you. To be clear, I do have two versions of my budget template, and one of them is a printable PDF version that you can literally use to put pen to paper if that's more your style. And in it, I'll I'll tell you how to do your calculations, but my personal preference is the automated spreadsheet version. And don't let the word spreadsheet freak you out because it's not scary. Inside of the spreadsheet, I have comments throughout that guide you on how to set up the sheet specific to your financial situation which boxes to use versus which boxes not to touch because I've built in automatic formulas for you and how to replicate the whole thing for next month. Once you input your numbers, the sheet will automatically do all the math for you so you can easily see what you're spending, where you're overspending, and what you can save. On to reasons number four and five, which are two more reasons why you'll fall in love with your budget and why I prefer my own template over mobile apps. And that's because this template is fully customizable and there's more accountability built into the process. 
Some mobile apps allow you some customization. However, in my experience, I haven't found one that truly lets me categorize the way I want in a way that feels easy and allows for a simple way to kind of add and remove expenses into the categories that I choose. So in my spreadsheet template, it's simple to add a new category or a new item to an existing category, move things around, remove items and more. Like it's simply a matter of just adding a new line or removing one. But one of the most powerful things about my template is that there's more accountability built in. It's built in a way that once a week, you'll sit down to enter in your spending from the previous week, rather than just using an app that auto pulls things from your credit card and sends you notifications about expenses that look off. Sure, the app experience might seem easier, but ask yourself, is it more effective? There's something about getting in the habit of setting aside 15 minutes a week to just look at your money and physically input a few numbers manually into a place that is not an app. There's an app for everything, right? So think about it. Something in your mind starts to shift when you treat your finances differently than everything else. It becomes a priority and not just one more notification on your phone vying for your attention among the sea of other mobile apps. You can automate a lot of your financial strategy, but in my opinion and in my experience, when you try to automate your budget by relying on a mobile app, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. Moving on to reason number six to fall in love with your budget, and that's that after the initial setup, it's mostly copy and paste. So there are mainly two parts to your budget template. Number one, your regular recurring monthly expenses like your rent and your water, electric gas, any monthly subscriptions, etc. Basically anything you know for sure you'll be charged for every month. And number two, your regular non-recurring monthly expenses, which I like to call your quote-unquote fun money. So think of these expenses, say, as eating out at restaurants or that random concert you went to or a plane ticket you bought. And after you set up your budget for the first time, what's great is that when you're ready to create your budget for the next month, you just make a copy and the majority of your budget, so your regular recurring monthly expenses, those all stay the same. So all you'll need to do is delete out your fun money expenses and a couple other variable expenses. So in other words, those recurring expenses that kind of vary every month depending on how much you use, like water or electricity. And voila, your budget is ready for another month. As for that small handful of expenses that you'll need to alter, these are clearly marked within the template, so they're easy to spot and quick to delete. Moving right along to reason number seven, to fall in love with your budget, which is that your budget template helps you make important decisions, namely decisions like, can I afford this? Or how long until I can afford this? Whenever Corey and I are thinking of signing up for, let's say a new subscription, before we sign up, I'll consult our budget, I'll add the potential new expense in, and the sheet will auto-calculate to tell me if it's something that we can afford every month. When it comes to our fun money, you'll see in the template that at the start of the month, you'll know exactly how much fun money you have every week, and it'll be the same amount for all four weeks of the month. But let's say you overspend your first week. The sheet will then auto-calculate to let you know based on your overspending, how much fun money you have left in weeks two, three, and four. So this will guide your decision-making as a result. If you've got a savings goal for something big, like a trip or a down payment, 
Your budget will easily show you how much you can afford to save each month and consequently how long until you'll hit your big savings goal. And if you want to hit your goal faster, your budget template can help you to decide which expenses to cut back on or it can help you see how much extra income you should be seeking, say in the form of a raise, so you can put more toward your savings goal and reach it even faster. All right, let's talk about reason number eight, which is one of my favorites, especially if you work in an industry where massive layoffs are an annual occurrence, because reason number eight to fall in love with your budget is that it reduces stress over layoffs. Listen, I remember what it was like to work in corporate and especially in tech, where every single year you knew another round of layoffs was coming. I remember one company I worked for used to do their layoffs right before Christmas every year, which made the entire holiday season and the weeks leading up to the holidays extra stressful for everyone, but especially upsetting for those affected by the layoff. It's stressful and no fun, and if there's a way to get around that stress, I think we should all use it. So what I found is that by using my budget template to guide my spending and savings decisions, it was much easier for me quickly to build up an emergency fund of three to six months worth of my living expenses. And I cannot tell you the amount of stress this magically lifted off my shoulders, especially when it came to annual layoffs. I'm not sure if you're like this, but as someone who still battles imposter syndrome, every year I would worry that I'd be affected by layoffs. But the moment I hit my emergency fund goal, I knew I could survive without a paycheck for three to six months. So I stopped caring about layoffs altogether because I knew I'd be financially okay for a full one to two quarters if I were to be affected by that layoff. Even if it took me a couple months to find a new job, I knew I could find something in three to six months. And having the emergency fund based on the information from the budget template was the key. Moving into the home stretch, next up is reason number nine. At the time this episode is airing in October of 2022, you've probably spent all summer hearing words like recession and inflation and record layoffs, which is why I feel it's important to point out that this budget template helps you recession-proof your money. In general, it's wise to store your money in places, or a better word for that is in assets, that return at a rate higher than inflation. But in order to do that and to do it most effectively, you first need to know how much money you can actually dedicate to putting toward income generating assets. And I'll give you one guess on what can tell you how much you can afford to put towards those assets. Yep, you've got it. It is your budget template. Knowing exactly how much money you're bringing in versus spending each month allows you to easily see how much you can afford to save or better yet invest into those income generating assets. I doubt this is the last time we'll be hearing the words recession, inflation, and record layoffs, but don't let that discourage you because this budget template can help you take control of your money today so you can thrive in the future no matter what the world is doing. And last but not least is reason number 10. And for reason number 10 on why to fall in love with your budget, I'd like to start by boiling down the path to financial independence into just four steps. So not to oversimplify personal finance, but if I had to say in 30 seconds or less how to create personal financial freedom, it would be this. One, fill out my budget template. Two, use the budget template to cut expenses until you're making more than you're spending each month and save the difference. Three, 
consult the budget template to see your monthly living expenses and continue building your savings until it's equal to three to six times that. And four, once you hit your savings goal, take the amount you had been saving each month and now every month put that amount into investments. And that's it. So that's all to say that reason number 10 to fall in love with your budget is that it's the first step toward total mastery over your money. Now, I just want to spend a couple minutes discussing how to stick to your budget because you might have the best budget in the world, which fine, I'm biased, but I think my template is. However, it does nothing for you if you're not committed to it. So I found the best way to stick to a budget, financially speaking, is simply to get your budget out and look at it regularly. Better yet, use it regularly. But if you're at least pulling it out or pulling it up and looking at it, chances are you'll start using it. So even if you go over your spending in the first few months, just getting into the habit of regularly looking at your budget and inputting your numbers each week will naturally help you begin to start spending less. It's just something that happens in your mind. You want that positive reinforcement of hitting that goal of not overspending. So for the months when you do overspend, and let's be realistic, there will be months where you overspend, especially in the beginning, but even years into it. Do not let those months discourage you. Let them inspire you to keep consulting your budget week after week in order to hit your spending and savings goals. Here are my top three recommendations on how to stick to your budget and remember to look at it when you're first starting out in order to make it a true habit in your life. First, put it somewhere where you're going to see it often. For me, I work on my computer, so my budget is the first bookmark on my bookmark bar. And I have my bookmark bar set to always be showing right there at the top of my screen. So I also have my budget set as a shortcut on my phone's home screen, like I mentioned before. But like we talked about, this can get lost among the other apps. So for me, the bookmark bar on my computer is best. And truthfully, when I was first starting out, I'd even use a sticky note with the word BUDGET in bold all caps on my mirror and on my coffee pot to help me keep it top of mind. I didn't put the sticky note on my fridge for the same reason I don't suggest using budget phone apps. There are just way too many things stuck to the front of my fridge so the sticky note would just get lost. It needs to be somewhere that you see it, that you really see it and notice it. Second, set a recurring weekly reminder on your phone for Friday afternoon or Monday morning to input all your fun money expenses from the past week. So remember, these are things like eating at restaurants or going for drinks or taking an Uber, just anything that isn't a regular recurring monthly expense. I suggest doing this weekly and not monthly because weekly will help you more quickly ingrain this into your life as a habit and you can knock it out pretty fast. Whereas if you put it off and do it monthly, you're more likely to skip it because it's just not happening as regularly and it'll take a lot longer because you'll have a lot more to input versus if you just did it once a week. And third, you might not like this one, but it works and it's to go old school and keep your receipts. So I realize this is not going to be a fan favorite and I'm not saying to do this forever, but when you're first starting out, this is immensely helpful and here's why. Receipts capture cash purchases in addition to credit card purchases and if you keep all of your receipts in one place, like I suggest a basket next to your computer or wherever you're going to be filling in your budget each week, 
It makes the budget input process each week so much easier. It's a matter of just pulling each receipt from the basket, inputting it into your budget, and then throwing the receipt away. If you compare this to having to log into your bank accounts or your credit card portals and scroll all around to find your different expenses, especially if you have more than one bank account or more than one credit card, it's just way easier. Plus, if you use cash ever, you'd probably miss out on capturing those cash expenses. But if you use a receipt, you will not. Because regardless of how you pay for things, you're typically always going to have the option of getting a receipt. It's the common denominator across all purchases, so just hanging on to them until you input them into your budget each week makes it easier until you kind of get into your groove of spending within your budget each month. And for any purchases online, ask to be emailed the receipt, or if that's not an option, you can just go ahead and input those purchases straight away into your budget as soon as you make the purchase, or write them on a piece of paper and throw the piece of paper into your receipt basket, or keep them on a single note in your phone. There's a ton of different options, but whatever you choose, organization is key, especially in today's digital world. So to recap, one, put your budget somewhere you will 100% absolutely see it regularly. Two, set a recurring weekly reminder on your phone to input your expenses from the last week. And three, keep all receipts and use them in your weekly expense input sessions. Look, as I talk through this, I realize it can sound like a lot, like, why would you do this when you can just download a finance app that will tell you what you need to know? And there's a reason that despite the countless money apps on the market, people are still overspending month after month after month. And it's my belief that the money apps essentially do too much of the work for us and they get lost among the hundreds of other apps and notifications we have on our phones. There is something to treating your finances differently. There is something to the more manual, old-school approach that I use. It's an accountability thing. Showing up each week and manually putting in your numbers, it makes it more real, more personal, and it definitely makes it more top of mind, which is exactly where you want your financial health to be. There's a reason it's so easy to spend money on Amazon or online in general. Clicking a few buttons to make a purchase removes you from what's actually happening, which is money that you may or may not be able to afford being removed from your account. And I feel it's the same with finance apps. It removes you too much from the process. It's too impersonal when money is inherently a very personal thing. So take the time to have a relationship with your finances. And truthfully, it doesn't take that much time. After the initial setup, you won't be spending more than 15 minutes max each week in putting your receipts. And I think we can all spare 15 minutes for our financial health. If you're serious about taking control of your money, ditching your financial stress, and building a financial situation that allows you to quit worrying about your paycheck or layoffs or what happens if this or that, having a budget that you consult regularly is the number one way to do it. As I've said before, and I'll say again, this single financial tool is what I credit to absolutely being the foundation of my personal financial success. I've used it over 10 years and I still consult it multiple times a week. It is my North Star in anything financial that we do, whether it's working toward a savings goal like that emergency fund or a down payment, or simply looking at it quickly to see if any of our bills are particularly high in one month versus another or just using it to cut forgotten expenses like various subscriptions that we rarely use. Even for bigger decisions, like something we're going through right now, which is what price to rent our house out in order to be profitable after we pay all of our expenses, 
This budget template is the exact tool that I use. If you don't like spreadsheets, that's okay because I've created a PDF version, but I encourage you to give the spreadsheet a try because once you get the hang of it, it's more customizable, it's easier to duplicate month after month, and it does the math for you. Don't feel intimidated. I've included comments throughout the spreadsheet to tell you exactly what to do. Whichever version you choose, just be sure to take action. You can grab my budget template in the show notes at jessicatoller.com slash 010, or you can go directly to the download page at jessicatoller.com slash what's my budget. It's completely free. Once you make the request, you'll receive both versions. So just use whichever one feels right to you. And most importantly, whichever version you think you'll stick to. Okay, my friend, you've got work to do, and I encourage you to get started now. Truly, the longer you wait, the harder it'll be later, and you've got this. I hope this episode was helpful, and I hope you see the incredible value that lies within this single free resource. I'll talk to you next week, same time, same place, and until then, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatoller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode, and share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.